This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the tinfoil hat titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't run without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, Don? It's your man, Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. Thank God for Dame. Hmm. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the false <laughs> in front, bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo. Uh, welcome back, man. Shop Talk Podcast, um, episode two twenty two. Uh, the name of this episode is "Thank God for Dame." Dame, what's good, my brother? Hey, man. Uh, I just want to start this show off and tell everybody that can listen to the sound of my voice that I love you, and I mean that sincerely from a deep place. Uh, this week I had some really serious health challenges. Uh, so I've been a little under the weather starting last Saturday and, uh, you know, not listening to my body, uh, being honest. Uh, Saturday was, you know, I went out and I was feeling rough, but, you know, I muscled through it. Sunday, I was kind of slow and feeling lethargic. Monday, same thing. And Tuesday, I was kind of moving slow, but I was like, look, I know I'm off on Wednesday. All I got to do is make it till Wednesday and I can chill out. Come to find out, man, uh, you know, I ended up sleeping almost two days straight. You mm. know, uh, luckily that, you know, my daughter's mother, you know, saw how sick I was and decided to uh, call 911 and they had to come and get me. Uh, you know, what I thought was just me not feeling well was actually me starting to go through kidney failure. Mm. Uh, so I ended up having to have emergency dialysis uh you know i've gone through four rounds of dialysis so far you know it appears that you know that's going to be uh my new life for the foreseeable future uh you know i'm gonna try and get on the kidney transplant list but man i'm, I'm just gonna say uh from a sincere place man god is good because mm-hmm. he, he kept me on this side of life yeah and you know I, another day or two in the house you know, my potassium levels were extremely high, and too much potassium could stop your heart. And another day or two in the house, my, my heart would have stopped, and I'd have been home essentially by myself, just me and the dog. And you know, I would have passed away. Mm. I'd have passed away, man. So I, I came extremely close to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to, to to choke up about it, but uh, 
I'm just grateful to be on this side of life, man, and to, and to hear y'all voices, dog. Um, I'm, I'm just grateful, man. You know, I appreciate all the the kind words. Everybody that's called to check on me, everybody that's asked how I'm doing, tweets, the the Instagram likes, the texts, the prayers, because I know it's all from a genuine place, and people love and care about me. Um, you know, I'm I'm hella sick right now. You know, I'm it'll probably be another few days before I go home because they found a an infection from where they placed the port in my chest for dialysis. Uh, but I just want people to know that the dialysis is making me feel better. You know, I'm I'm sick because of this infection, but you know, overall, I'm I'm all right. Yeah. And I don't want I don't want anybody to to be. You know, I, I understand people are naturally going to be worried and, and concerned, and you know, I'm not going to downplay it. I appreciate it, but just know that you know, um, I'll be out of here in a few days, and I'll be stronger than ever. You know, kidney failure is not going to be the death of me. It's just going to be the change of how I move forward with life and how I approach things. Mm-hmm. God is good, and he kept me. And I know he's going to continue to keep me and keep keep me faithful and keep me strong. And, you know, I just want everybody to know out there, I, I love you. I appreciate you. And, you know, I'll see you soon. Dan will be home soon. So, you know, don't don't worry. Just, you know, if anything, pray for the landlord, but uh, pray for my kids, my family, uh, you know, my friends, because y'all have been, you know, my complete crutch and support system through this last week, man. I, you know, I can't believe I've been in the hospital probably almost a week now. I'm losing, losing track of the days just because, you know, they start kind of flowing together and in the hospital, man, you just can't get no rest. And, you know, man, I'm, I'm here in Sinai. If anybody knows me, you can reach out to me directly. You know, I've kind of not been encouraging people to come see me only because, you know, I'm sick and have the infection and I want to get well. Uh, also, I, I do a lot of dialysis and tests, so I'm typically not in my room, so I don't want anybody to waste a trip, but if you're trying to come see me, uh, if you're worried about me, if you need to talk to me, my number ain't never changed, just hit me up, and uh, we can figure something out, we can at least FaceTime, but, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be alright, I'm gonna be out of here soon, and, you know, it's gonna be some lifestyle changes, but, you know, as long as I can keep living life, you know, it's, it's it's a small thing to a giant. Mm-hmm. Man, absolutely, man. I got Muddy in here with me. Of course, you know that, but the folks uh, don't know. Um, I got Muddy in me. Man, it's been a, uh, clearly it's been a, a tougher week for you, man, but just thinking about all this shit, man. Okay. Hold on, man. They're they coming in to give me some medicine, but go ahead. I can listen. I can listen in. Uh, Man, it's just been tough, dog. Yeah. Um, when you when your loved ones is is going through stuff, and you 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 can't do nothing, and and not knowing, you know what I'm saying? Until uh, you know, this child moms that reached out to me and told me what was going on. Yeah. After the last episode, uh, I kind of knew something was going on. I know he said his ankle was hurting, but I was like, I don't know, man. It just didn't seem his normal man, I- self. You know what I'm saying? I should, yeah, I should have went to the hospital then. You said your ankle? You know, I should, yeah, I had a little bout with gout, man. You know, it's 
you know, I, I've been having some health issues, some serious health issues for the last year, but, you know, I, I knew Friday I wasn't a hundred percent, but I was like, you know, I can, I can thug it out, you know, trying to be a man or mm-hmm. at least what I thought would be a man would be, but I should have listened to my body then and just got my ass up and went to the hospital then. I mean, it probably still would have been the same results, but, you know, at least get my hands on it, you know? Yeah. 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 And that's big that you keep saying that too, because it keeps, it's standing out to me when you say listen to your body because I think that's what we don't do. <laughs> Especially as black people, we'd be like, you know what, that hurt, but you know, it'll be all right tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so I think that we definitely need to uh, listen nah, to man, those health, words. Your health is wealth. Yeah. Your health is wealth. The, the one thing that I'm learning, I only had two things in this world, my family and my health. Mm-hmm. I can figure out the rest. But those are the only two things that I have. And, you know, it's 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 overwhelming. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been praying with you since I reached out to you on Saturday, man. It ain't stopped. So they just for dialysis tomorrow. Okay. Well, man, I, I appreciate y'all praying for me, man. I'm sorry, you know, I got I got nurses here, and then I got y'all on the line too. But I got to make sure I handle this business also. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the priority number one right there, my brother. And this yeah. is real time with Dame, so we can listening to what you're going through <laughs> instead of you know having to wonder. Yeah. So people actually hearing it, you know. I mean, being transparent, she just came and told me I got dialysis tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I, this would be my fifth dialysis treatment. Yeah, I think that I think that you should do. Um, my bad, I was just I taking some medication. Yeah, I think that you would you should do, and it'd be education for a lot of people is to talk about your experience and the signs and the symptoms and the things that you went through. Cause you'd be surprised probably how many people are going through the same thing that don't listen to their body. You know, I I, I know I would love to listen and and have a conversation with you about, you know, just the small things, you know, that we go through. Just getting tired, man. You know, you know, when, you know, when something isn't right with your body, Yeah, you know it. And you know, as much as you try and go like, ah, that, that don't feel normal. As soon as things don't feel right, go to the hospital. And let me tell y'all something. I'm down here at Sinai. You know, you hear so many bad things about this place. Sinai saved my life. Yeah. Yeah. My dad had emergency surgery here about two years ago, and it kept him alive. Sinai has saved my life. This is one of the best places I've ever been, mm-hmm. one of the best hospitals I've ever been. The doctors and the nurses and the staff here. I've been amazing. Now this food has been bullshit. <laughs> Fucking shit. We saw I'm the mad. pictures. I mean, listen, my nigga. The first, the first three days I was here, I didn't eat shit but turkey sandwiches because I was down in emergency. It took like three days for me to get a room, and then when they was feeding me, I had, you know, having so many different tests and procedures. You can't eat after. Mm-hmm. You can't eat after a certain time and shit. Uh, but uh. Hey y'all, I gotta I gotta take this real quick. I'm gonna click right back over. All right, man. Man, we love Dane, man. Thank God for Dane. Yeah. Uh, man, you know, I don't know, man. It's just tough, man. You know it's 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 tough, but then what I think about it, I we didn't have to worry about this shit when we was kids. You know. <laughs> I mean you It was going on, a, we just didn't know. Yeah, you know, so it's amazing when you get older and we're not even old. We we mid you know, to upper thirties. So it's like now you look back and then you look at the kids now who take everything for granted. And you think to yourself like, damn, I was them. And one day they will be in our shoes, you know? 
hopefully, you know, not going through some of the things that we go through. I'm bad, but, y'all. I'm back. I'm you back. know, man, now that we older, it's like, damn, you know, yeah. this shit is reality. You know, we, we look at a lot of people. I mean, I could just think of all of the people that I've known over the last three, four years who passed from, you know, just shit that they dealt with 20, 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's, now it's like reality, like, damn. I'm looking at people go through this. Not to mention, we in this crazy ass pandemic. That that I mean, we at the age right now where we got to prepare our lot. Like if so, I'm 38. We got to prepare for the future. We like, got to prepare for the future like, because our best days are are honestly, you know, not to say that life is behind us, but our youth is behind us. Mm-hmm. So we got it. Like depending on how you want to live your older years, like mm-hmm. this is the time specifically right now where you got to make some adjustments because we've seen... Absolutely. We've seen older folks who are like, damn, I don't know how this person lived this way. Or mm-hmm. you got fucking shit coming out your neck and all... You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's not yeah. even a knock. It's like, yo, if we can prevent that, like, yeah, we got to. It's, it's, you got to prepare your diet. And yeah. Um, we, black people, we love to eat what we want to eat, but we got to prepare our diets because that's what's killing us. Mm-hmm. It's the food that's killing us. It's our diets. It's our it's our poor eating habits. Our poor, you know, behaviors that are killing us. And that damn cognac. You, you can change it. You can change it. You can eat clean. You can, you know, less sodium. You can do better. Mine was one all my years of high blood pressure, and I wish I would have listened when I was younger. But I felt like I was invincible. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was invincible. But I'm gonna pay the price now. But I'm gonna do whatever I got to do now in order to stay on this side of life. Yeah. Well, we need your shit, man. We need you. Hey, man, I'm, I'm trying to be here. I'm trying to be here. I, I'm going to try and hang on for the whole show, but I got, you know, a lot of shit going on. I don't want to be all over the place. I'm professional with things. Man, shit, we just, uh, shit, we just happy to, <laughs> to have you calling in, shit, and can't wait for you to be back in the studio or I'll bring the studio to you, shit, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, God willing, I'll be there next week. You know, they... Maybe one more week out the studio would be the worst, but you know, man, I'm I'm just trying to get get better and get stronger. God is good, man. Man, it's God so good. He is, dog. Mm-hmm. You know what's so funny? It's been on my mind. Um, I guess what two weeks ago we ended the show with the I know I've been changed, right? And then yeah. and then like two days later, I'm flipping through the channels or something, and then I see a choir singing I know I've been changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that phrase came to me like two or three times that week after we had ended the show with that. You know what I'm saying? You'd be surprised how he speaks to you, but you gotta have them eyes to be able to see it. Yeah. Cause uh, man, oh, man just, God, God talks to you clear as day. Yeah. You some just, people just don't see just it though. Listen. Yeah. Some people yeah, just don't you see just gotta it. Listen, like, but he's talking to you clear as day. Yeah. And sure. I wasn't listening, but he he got my full attention now. Yeah. He got my full attention. So man, what's what's been going on this week, man? I, I'm out the loop on some things, but I wanna I wanna kick it with the crazy shit too. Yeah, cause y'all ain't got cable inside now, do y'all? <laughs> <laughs> the care is good, the TV's bad, <laughs> shit. Uh, okay. So I mean, one of the major things this week, uh, well, the major thing that's been around this week was uh, Joe Biden has announced his uh, running mate. And his running mate is going to be uh, Senator uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, I, saw, I, saw. You I got, don't understand why people are giving him and her such a hard time. Uh, you know, 
if you think that they are a worse option than what we currently have, you might need to reevaluate yourself and your own thoughts. Uh, I think it's very progressive him selecting a black woman. I think her being married to a white man and you know some of the things she's done previously in her career is null and void. We need to get behind this ticket and support it because it is that we can't go through another four years of the fuck shit that we don't already have. We yeah. just can't. I don't care how you feel about it. If you think the last four years were good in any capacity, you are an idiot. Yeah, I think that's the bad part about this is even though her policy, it's a lot of her policies that I just was like, man, that's just terrible, you know. But was it though? Well, I mean, some and of them, like the, the marijuana. Let's go off the convictions. That's it's, it's people still well, doing time so, off her. So that's the thing, right? And I know that's the that's the that's the story that's out there. But like, she was heavy on that shit though. Not like on the conviction side. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're they're referencing like one case where it was like she didn't let a, a person out first. So listen, I understand smoking weed the whole nine yards. Like there's a difference between you being in jail for smoking weed. And then you being in jail for running a weed enterprise and you selling bowls. Yeah, but right? it's legal now. Like shit, you yeah, gotta go but back. Like, but back in the day, for not letting somebody out of jail for selling bowls of marijuana and pounds yeah, and shit, wrong. like I mean, that's a that's a that's a totally different subject, right? Right. That's different from yo. I was smoking. It. But now it's time to you know go back and look at these policies and say you know what, now we got to change it. Those people that are still doing time for that shit. But like if you if you. Re- so what I want people to do is to do their own research, right? Mm-hmm. Because there are about four or five different hot topics that's flowing out there that actually don't align with the truth in regards to Kamala. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The marijuana shit is one of she was like really progressive on that. Yeah. I know they keep bringing up this one particular case, but just just look a little bit deeper. But I mean, there's a bunch of different uh, areas I want to talk about in this uh, this Kamala the situation. Uh, so I heard a little bit what you said, Dame. Uh, Mike or Muddy, what you what you think about her? Well, uh, her policies, if I can go just back to some of her policies that she did, like I remember in 2000, I want to say 10, she uh, she supported a statewide standard to, I mean, refused a statewide standard of California to use body cameras. Um, she opposed a bill that would investigate shootings by police. Now, and, and police killing has been going on, obviously, for a long time. Yeah. So to me, those things should have been done differently knowing the route that she wanted to take yeah you know what i'm saying um now unfortunately we forced to play the draw four so you know it's it's sad that we don't have a lot of options but we have to go with this option which we are praying that it's the better option but it's just some things that she did in the past that you know i don't like but it's some things i did in the past and shit (laughs) (laughs) does does that mean i'm not gonna be a pastor one day i don't know you know so my thing with the um with the bills or whatever, right? It's just how bills are are written. Because mm-hmm. it's never like, hey, do you support body cams? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. It's this is inside of a bill with 14 other things. Right. So like what what else was in that bill? Mm-hmm. And like I hate how they do that. I have no idea why they put 40 42 items in the in the in the bill and then be like, yo, you voted against save a kid. They got a package on They got a package Yeah. And like that, you you damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because let's just, I don't know what was in the fucking bill, right? But let's just say one of them is police body cams and the other one that says, hey, yo, fuck the kids. Right, right. <laughs> they right. be like, yo, I didn't vote for fuck the kids. But in that same bill, you didn't vote for the, 
I'm just throwing it out there as no, in right. like that, that's a valid I point. don't know. Like I literally do not know what was in that bill. Um I I just don't fucking know. <laughs> like I don't know. But what 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 caught me what what's odd for me is uh I put a I put cuz damn you mentioned that she married to a white man, right? Yeah. So, I didn't realize you know, she didn't get married until she was like above 50. Mm-hmm. She got married like 2014-ish. It looked good too. Okay. Like, do you, does it, to you, does it matter if, one, let me just ask the question. Does it matter to you if if the, if she was married for 30 years to some white man or do you, do it matter if she just married this man like six years ago? I mean, I'll be honest. It don't matter to me at all. Who you love is not my business, nor my concern. Right. I'm not. I'm not voting for her because of her her intimate life and those decisions that she makes. I'm voting up based on policies and what's going to be best for me and my future and the future of my family. If she, her loving somebody is a blessing, you know how many of y'all uh, uh, never get married and never have somebody to love? So, I mean, that's that's the least of my worries. Mike, do you think is a uh... Is there any difference mm-hmm. in the mind state of somebody like, oh, they've been married for 30 years? Because I'm assuming because they think, oh, you've been married all this time, then the white man has impacted your beliefs this whole, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, Versus, well, since you put it that way. Like, hey, know, I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm 50 sure, years old when I got married. I'm sure her views on, you know, black men probably would be a little different if she's been married to this white man for so long. You know, if she was married to a black man, I'm sure that some of her experiences with black men would be different. Well, she but, ain't never. She wasn't married to like six years ago. Yeah, but that, just because she wasn't married to white men, that means she always dated white men. You never know. She may have never even been with you know brothers before. Nigga, she would. But I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> true. But you know, you never know. But at the same time, what Dame said now, um, going forward, no, that doesn't matter to me who she's married to. Um, I would love to see a, a, a obviously a. What's the vice president wife name? If she was, what would that be? The I know the first lady is the president's person. So what's the vice president? I would love to see a brother. Second in that, lady. I would love to see a, a brother in that position. But hey, you know, no, who she loved doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It was not going to impact my vote. So, uh, so if I'm not, she went to HBCU mm-hmm. for college. First off, she born in Oakland, went to a HBCU, and pledge AKA. Mm-hmm. In the height of the do the right things, like like in the ninety before, like how much how much more black can you be? True. Like this is before the Cosby was on TV. Like so, how do somebody? So I asked that question. I just asked y'all on Twitter, um, and I got some I got some um, questions back, well, some answers back. And somebody uh, mentioned due to her lack of identifying with the foundational black Americans, mm-hmm. it matters. Uh, if she's married to a white man, period, for him. Um, do you think she lacks, she don't identify with foundational black Americans? Well, just because she went to that college and pledged, and that don't necessarily mean she dated, you know, black men. That don't mean she historically, you know, is in black corners. I mean, I know a lot of people who went to HBCU and pledged, but... Well, do you think she has a lack of identity with black Americans is what I'm saying? I think no, so. I no, not at all. Like I her, think she's most in tune with black America. Have y'all seen her daddy? <laughs> yeah, I've seen her daddy. Yeah, Jamaican. 
her daddy is Jamaican. Her her mama is from India. His her mama Indian. And like yo, so I hear people questioning her blackness, but Obama mama is white. Yeah. How is Obama the first black president? If y'all question if Kamala is black, because from South Side Chicago. Shout out to Chicago. <laughs> I, I think people have just the overall disdain and hate for black women. So I, that's what I honestly—that's what I honestly feel. So I saw a, a post. It said, "What brand of black woman do we actually like? We we don't like <laughs> not Beyonce, not Megan, not Cardi." Not Kamala, not Michelle, not Oprah, not hood women, not suburb women, not corporate women, not domestic women, not moms with many children, not women with no kids, not women who have sex, not women who, I mean, not women who hate sex, not women who enjoy sex, not women who are too aggressive, not women who are too passive, not women who like other women, not women who are too big. Like, exactly, can someone explain what type of black woman do we like? Well, I would take I would take Michelle out of that equation. People, some I, people don't like Michelle. Yeah, see those. I, 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 in my eyes, Michelle is uh, she the one? She's, she's the, the epitome of black womanhood. Who you think Michelle the is? Epitome. Yeah. Yeah. So I would take Michelle out of that equation. I, I mean, I just see it from all angles. Like, okay, well, fine. Then if this not the type of black woman you want, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what, what's, what's the type? Yeah, but everybody got their own opinion. It really don't matter. You know, there's so many fucking opinions in the world that it really don't matter. You know, everybody has their own. So I would choose, if, if I was to, I would choose Michelle. Out of all that group you just said, to me, Michelle is the, the most respected woman in my eyes. Well, I respect all women. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether, whether they want to be whatever they is, they just, they just are. I, 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 I don't understand. So I'm only, and I'm, and I'm asking these questions from the, the, the view and the standpoint of people who are, are planning to go ahead and make a political choice. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to either yay or nay based on, like, what are you basing your yay or nay on? Well, unfortunately, this, this time around, I don't think we have a choice. So we're not we're not basing our opinion off options this time. We basing our opinion like what the fuck could be worse. Like we gotta do we gotta do what we gotta do. So this time we're not really able to do research and be like, man, you know, do I go left or do I go right? Now we don't have a choice but to go the opposite of where we at. So I just see a lot of misinformation. I seen a nigga online talking about why does she put so many black men in prison for three decades? Nigga, she was the attorney general for ten years. Yeah. Like how did thirty? How old do you think she is? People don't read. Well, she's attorney general, but then she was a district attorney. Like, so I think they kind of going back to some cases that she probably tried as district attorney or that she had her hands in. It's like, it was some things that she did that was that was just kind of stupid. You know, like two thousand ten. I, you know, I read that she made a law making truancy a misdemeanor. You know, like come on now. If I'm I like, don't mind that shit at all, dude. I'm late for school. Come on now, no. That's not truancy. Well, I still, I'm late and I no, didn't if go. Your if, kid, if I didn't go. If your kid continually gets arrested school. for not going to school, no, that's your fault as a parent. Ah, Who fault is it? It it is, it is, but it's the re- it's, it depends on the reasoning behind it. So, it don't so imagine what the if that imagine if that policy was law like right now with COVID going on, right? And then school is open. Let's just hypothetically speak, school going on, and I say, you know what? I'm not sending my child to school. But school is school is open. Well, I mean, that's in a very extreme. So we've never had COVID before. We nah. never had a global pandemic before. Well, just say flu season. Say if I say, you know what, it's flu season. My my daughter got asthma. She got this and that. I'm not sending her to school for the first semester. Okay, but truancy 
is when you out and about on the streets and the police pick you up. Oh, yeah. If you okay. got this flu. Yeah, I've been to jail a few times for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's not saying because you didn't go to school, we about to come find you. Mm-hmm. If you out and about at the mall at 10 o'clock in the morning, when you, you know what I'm saying? Like over and over again, dog, it's your responsibility to make sure that your child is in school. And if continually your child get arrested or picked up for not being in school, who fault is it? But what's the legal age that they're held accountable for their own actions? So eighteen, right? Well, I'm talking about like if I send you to school, if you ninth, tenth grade, and I send you to school and you're not going, it shouldn't be. No, it's your fault. You're the parent. Yeah. You don't get it. You don't get a pass. It's yeah. your child. I understand, but there was times where I went to school. Like you know what, my dad was is a great parent. Facts. And if I left, like you know what, I'm not going to school today. I'm going to Fairlane. And then you get caught. It's, it's, it's certain days I walked in and walked dipped in the out. Front door, I walked straight to the. Yeah. Did your Did your parents ever find out? Well, no, well, my dad didn't find out. He found out once when I went to jail. So once he found out, what happened? Did yeah. you continue to do the exact same thing and keep getting like? No, because we got we you know we <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> it was one and done. I so. mean, I got I got in a lot of trouble for skipping school. My parents, now I never got to the point where it was truancy, but I definitely got into you know trouble at home for skipping school, and it certainly affected. You know, my grades, you miss a certain amount of days, you automatically fail a class. I had some automatic failures just because I wasn't showing up. And so if you ever if you ever listen to her explain what this is, because she tied it directly into children not going to school, Mm -hmm. not graduating and, and directly with the amount of people that go into prison. So she said, listen. If I got to make you stay in fucking school to graduate, it is 100 percent going to impact whether you end up in prison or not. Like the numbers are the numbers. Yeah. So it wasn't like, yo, I'm just sitting around here one day thinking like, how do I mess with black people? And pay? no, and you don't get a pass because you got to go to work. Cause guess what? Every fucking body got to go to work. If the whole fucking school is filled with children who parents at work, why do you, why are you the exception where your kid can do whatever the fuck he wants to Clearly, he don't got no consequences Mm -hmm. because the question is, why don't he respect his parent enough to go to fucking school when they say so? True. I got like it all all starts with you. But they called it truancy. And I only got I got arrested one time and I was literally just sleeping in. I walked to school late and I was at the corner of the school and they took me to jail and called it truancy. So I don't think that is necessarily a level like, yeah, you miss five days. This is truancy. I think you get caught out of school when the school hours is going. It's truancy. Yeah, but this wasn't for yo. This is the first time your parents got. Yeah, to go it probably to jail. was a habitual thing. Like yo, you know, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't just the nigga was walking. At late. some point, get a hold of your child. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Like, some, there has to be some sort of a consequence because clearly there there no there, there are no consequences that you're giving your son or your daughter. So maybe if we give you some consequences, then maybe you can get your fu- like fam. I'm trying to make your kid go to school. Yeah, At the end shit, of the day, unfortunately, we live in a world where you can't you can't force nobody to be smart. You know, if, if no, but 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 as a minor, like <laughs> you are forcing them, and you have to be in certain places. You know, you can't do what you want because you're a child. You just can't. You know, uh, if you're gonna try and do what you want, they have certain. You know, even if you go to prison, they'll make you get a GED. They'll make you go to school. Like you have to. We, we got to enforce these things. I don't see why we're negotiating on things about children. Mm-hmm. These are kids. These are fucking kids. Kids should be in school, and parents are responsible for making sure that their children are in school. Plain and simple. It's been that way since the beginning of time, and that will never change. Mm-hmm. 
I, I mean, I, I just don't. I, I get it. Like the after effect, like, yo, the mom is a, a struggling to. I get that. We seven, eight different instances all the way in before this even comes up. Mm-hmm. Then why can't you can't get your kid to go to school? Yeah. But that was 2010. And I'm who sure is, who is responsible, though? Yeah. So fuck it. We just let your kid roam free no matter what. Like, what's the alternative? His ass going to be homeless when he get older and he ain't going to. It's gonna be another. I, I I see what she was trying to prevent from happening, but it comes to a point in time where and <laughs> it was on the books, but not in, not enforced, right? Because right. you can't go find me some people that went to jail for that shit. It it, it don't. It's not out there. Yeah, but, but then but then the the thing that fucks me up is that they send people to jail or not send people to jail for that. But then I couldn't send my kid to a different district that's a better district without going to jail you know what i'm saying you heard about the case where yeah. so it's it's really it's really it's just a crazy ass world man i should be able to send my daughter to any school if i live in detroit but i want to go to birmingham schools i should be able to do that if i can get her there every day i might not she to might not want to go the school only got so many people that can fit in it and if the people who live in birmingham can't go to their local school because well, i see if it's full but how many instances you hear where the school is like if that to bitch capacity? was open yeah. If it was open for everybody, everybody in Birmingham wouldn't be able to go there because everybody would go there. Shit, you'd be surprised. Motherfuckers ain't driving from Detroit to Birmingham. People you know, do. They yeah. forge addresses and do all that other shit to do it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, fam, that's your responsibility. True. You're right. It is. It's like there was a case where, you know, I'm a little different. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little more, I don't really... Everybody got the same opportunities. If you tell me what the consequences are. So for me, just speaking for Jason Johnson, I'm always going to do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And whatever the consequences are, I'm not going to buck at the consequences. They just are what they are. Mm-hmm. When I'm at work, I do what I want to do at work, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, and I will deal with the consequences. I'm not the type of person who's going to habitually line step and then start crying when I get the consequence. Mm-hmm. Like, fam, this is it is what it is. Yeah. It's not no oh, you can't I, have it both ways. Oh, I didn't know we had to go to school. Yeah, nigga, this is the seventh time we didn't pick your ass up for not going. Like, go to fucking school, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I yeah. for, for, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Um, that shit is wild. Um so a Virginia mayor. Uh, was just urged to resign after saying that Biden picked Aunt Jemima as his VP. Mm-hmm. Now this has been a <laughs> it's all it's a racist ass world anyway, but this has been a really racist week because if you I I never watch Fox News I hate Fox News to me I just I watch it just to get angry, but they all you know how they pronounce her name like Kamala they doing it on purpose like they doing these things on purpose and uh, yeah that statement right there was was just. That was just because y'all are, y'all know how I feel about the political shit. So I think it's all the fun and games, and this is it's, it's just really a play. Yeah, but a lot of people don't think that, and they be making their racist comments like in real life, and I'd be angry at that, mm-hmm. even if I think this shit ain't quote unquote real, so to speak. Right? I'm angry because you really think that this like, man, what you? You know what, man? I I, I want to get angry, but I can't because. That's how people really feel and think. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's, it's, just, it's just coming to the surface, but this is how they truly feel and think. And they show it in, you know, their voting habits. They show it how they treat black women. We show it how we disrespect black women. This is how people really feel and think. You know, it's sad that it's, it's public, 
but you know, man, I, I can appreciate the truth in it, but this is, this is how, how the majority of the country feels about black women or black people. And, you know, we, we are still a minority. And as much as we want to try and be progressive and, you know, want to see shit get better. And, you know, this is a step in the right direction. You know, the, the, this country still ran by good old boys, good old white boys. And this is how they feel about black people, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change overnight. It's not going to change. It's going to take 20 to 50 years for for real change. And, and we are literally just, just starting to see those seeds of change be planted. You know, our, our grandkids are going may may experience it. Our great grandkids, but we're we not going to see it. But this is how people really feel, and you know, it's, it shouldn't be surprising to anybody. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is that uh, because we've we've come from this type of uh, treatment and how people are looked at, and we see how they truly feel. Isn't it weird to hear people say, "I won't vote for this black woman because she married to a white man." Like ain't that the, that's the like if that was the roles were reversed and there was a white candidate who was married to a black woman and white people was like yo we not voting for him because uh, he married to a black we would be up in arms mm-hmm. like ah that's so racist but that's it, just stupid that if that's you if you go across the board if that's the case don't watch football because half of them married to white women don't watch basketball don't do nothing it don't matter like Dame said it don't matter who you love that that now it's not that. I don't understand where you're coming from because I got my own preference and I what I know what I what I'm gonna enjoy for the rest of my life is a black woman. Mm-hmm. But like on some technical shit, if you a freedom fighter and you fighting for equality and rights and everything, it kind of makes sense that you would actually pick a white woman. That's mm-hmm. like the that's what you've been fighting for, right? Yeah. You wanted to be equal so bad. Well, go be equal with that white woman. <laughs> <laughs> like I uh, bet you if you, Jay Johnson. Married a white woman. What? Dude, it'll be an uproar. You know. Uh, Excuse me, my white Nubian queen. Yeah, it'll be be (laughs) an uproar, though. No, man, I'll get ran the fuck out of here, dog. Um, Speaking of uh, (laughs) women, (laughs) did you you mentioned the NFL and white women, all that shit. Did y'all hear about um, (laughs) my man from the Seahawks that got cut? Man, Damn, you probably yeah, trying to sneak a woman, trying to sneak a woman, woman in the uh, in the hotel. You know, one thing I have been keeping up with is a lot of TV and a lot of sports. I don't miss none of these games, NFL news. You know, seeing my nigga Dame Leonard keep the Dame name and brand alive lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my man, he was he was fooling. He was fooling. How do you? This nigga said you're a professional. You're a professional athlete, dog. You, you're about to make. Now, they say he was a very late-round draft pick. You know, he's not, you know, a, a star player. But, I mean, man, you got the opportunity to play a, a child's game for an exorbitant amount of money. Uh, you know, and a, a very wise man once told me that you lose money chasing pussy, but you never lose pussy chasing money. And, my nigga, you lost pussy. You you lost money because you was chasing money. Uh That wise man is not Sir Jones, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the story is wild because he, <laughs> the lady, 
was dressed in Seahawks uh, football equipment and tried to pass off as if she was a player. Now, I've been thinking about this all day. I, I've actually called a few female friends of mine and asked just their advice on that. Now, this is what baffles me. Yeah. I, I, I like women between 4'11 and 5'7, 5'8 if I got my TMs on. Okay. How big was this woman to, to even think? Side note, Dane be saying that I got a type mm-hmm. and he can like, oh, j- da, da. this nigga yeah, Muddy, I, Muddy definitely got a type. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Muddy got a type. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even funny. Like, I mean, yeah. he 100% got a type. But I just, I want, I'm trying to pick because if she had on Seahawks gear, I wonder how could she pass. But she had on shoulder pads? Player. Like, I, like don't, I don't get it. Or maybe she no, was just. If she had on if she had on shoulder pads, nigga, you can buy and sell me. But he wasn't uh, that smart either, though. cash money to see that shit. Maybe he she was a little burlier. Than, no? He could have just door dashed. Like, why wouldn't you just have her get a door dash bag? And bring... oh, oh, walk in with a pizza or some yeah, shit. Yeah, you decided to say, you know what, let's role play. Put this Seahawks gear on. Act like you, like, act like you what? I just don't get it. I want to see a picture of her because I want to see. It was caught on video. I want to see. Did they show her? Nah. Because either she was the kicker, like a little, the, you know, kickers aren't that big. Because if she was anything like other a linebacker. Player, other players snitched on them. Really? Yeah. Well, they don't want Corona. Because, I mean, that's that's why they that's why he getting that's why he getting fired. I mean, that's why he got cut. Yeah, they shouldn't cut. I mean, he he must have been on his way out the door anyway. Because you can... well, you 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 watch HBO Hard Knocks. It's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of them we got to cut. If yeah. you're not doing what we tell you to, plus you got the ability to. Because I'm assuming everybody's probably been tested, right? Mm-hmm. And y'all together, right. and you just brung in, it's not the quote-unquote bubble, but you just brung in an outside source. So you jeopardized it. You yeah. Je- yeah, what if she give you corona? Putting in the NFL, because you want to fuck. NFL ain't going on this year anyway. I don't believe that it's going on. I just don't see it happening. Why they know? in a team hotel? Yeah, I just, I mean, practice, yeah, I, I don't see, I just don't see it happening. NFL, the NBA doing real good. MLB is pretty much probably going to be shut down again soon, but NFL, I just don't, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be rough to see. I want to see it. It seems like baseball should be the safest niggas. You would think, yeah, no contact, and you would think at the end, at the end of the day, I don't think we're going to get a Super Bowl game or a full seven, sixteen, seventeen game season. Yeah, Uh, they not, they not containing this bubble. Uh, it's not like, you know, basketball made the smart idea to have everybody in the same place. Like, you're talking to NFL, people are traveling from city to city, playing in their conference games. Yeah. Uh, they they not doing, they not they not containing it. Not to mention NBA, no, I believe I, they picked up where they left off, didn't they? Because everybody wasn't invited to the bubble. Yeah, it's not as many so, teams. Yeah, so, you know, it, 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 it's not like a fresh start from the beginning. I'm sure if they played 82 games in this bubble, it would be different Yeah, with all teams. But I like the way they're doing it, though. I like the way they're doing it. No, I like the way the NBA is doing it, but the NFL, like, needs to kind of mirror that same thing. Yeah. But my man fooling, that, that pussy can't be that good. I just want to see her. It I can't just, be. I want to see her. I couldn't imagine telling She got some woman. WAP. Yeah, some wop. <laughs> that song came out. <laughs> hey, you know that wop. That ain't that what she. They was like, yo, the wop make you do everything. You know when you when you sent me that yeah. the topic earlier about that song, I said, you know what? Because I haven't I haven't listened to it. Oh yeah. I just keep seeing clips of it. So I, I was in the car cleaning my car today. I said, you know what? Let me put it on. But I put my <laughs> earbud in because it was some ladies that did, I didn't want to nobody see me land playing that. But I listened to it, and man, that song is that song is wicked. Like <laughs> that's. <laughs> that's a- Muddy, I, I feel the same way, man. Like 
I had I had listened to the song, but I hadn't seen the video. And I was like, well, I'm in the hospital. I'm not doing shit. Yeah. And I watched the video. It's some hoes in this house. Man. And I love that song. Some hoes that, I love that beat. It's some yeah. Get some hoes in this house. Shout out to Frank Ski. Yeah. Yeah, that song is that song is wicked, man. Like, and you know what? I'm gonna be honest, it ain't a bad song. Like, it's it's vulgar as, as hell. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, but it ain't let a bad me, song, let me man. Like, something. we we grew, we grew up off a of loop and two live crew. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I want some pussy. Yeah. You know, niggas talking like so that. It's been nasty. Hood rat, hood rat, hoochie mama. Now, I'm telling niggas now, right now. Now, wait, 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 wait. Niggas think this is new. Saying hood rat, hood rat, hoochie mama is different oh, from sure. stick that thing in my, and knock the little, like, yeah. this was like bar after bar. Man. I'm not saying this is worse than like, whatever, whatever, but like, like if you wanted to count the quote unquote nasty things, oh it was nasty. This was it got it got the record. It was new nasty. That's the thing. <laughs> it was new nasty. But, but I mean, but I mean these these are the products of years of Foxy Brown. And yeah, him. yeah. Like, this ain't this ain't the first time rap has gotten nasty. But let me tell you something. One thing that I'm looking forward to is getting well, the Rona being gone, and being at day shift, and rap come the fuck on, and seeing some big booty bitches. Shake mm-hmm. they ass to that song because they and, definitely and doing it. Singing along that there's some hoes in this house while I throw money. <laughs> that that was, is that that, that is song. The hoes in the house. That was, a, that was a classic. Frank Ski. That was a classic. Want, and it's it literally want, the, the the title is there's some whores in this house. <laughs> I might have to put that song on when I get I in the car. I want to be front mm-hmm. stage at the Pantheon with a handful of money, throwing it on some big booty light skinned vixen with thirty inch hair. And yelling out, there's some hoes in this house. Yeah, I like it though. But it you know, obviously we men, so we can't play it in the car. But still, we can listen to it. You can listen to that. I'm not playing that car while I'm riding. I just can't do it. Like I just, I don't know what it is. I just can't listen to it. I mean, it's a woman telling you what she wants you to do to her. Yeah, but to me, it's a female anthem song. Like I can't play it in my. You know, I, I like. You know, I'm stuck. Just like I like my women, I'm stuck in my ways. I like my knives. I put my. I get it. You but know. but the the song is literally a woman I telling, to my headphones, yeah. telling you what she wants you to do to her. I'm not playing in my Lincoln loud while I'm riding down the street bobbing. And somebody mentioned something to me. It didn't actually tell like Cardi Mary everything that she said because she could be talking about her husband. Yeah. Now Meg, you know, I don't know, but I like Meg now. <laughs> uh, but like you know, eh. But yes, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a song though that you definitely want to. Now y'all got daughters keep away from the kids. So, you definitely want to keep that away. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want my daughter shaking my daughter. Not at all. To watch. No, but I, I don't even want mine to hear it. As a grown man that enjoys WAP in my spare time, uh, I can appreciate the song. And you know, I'm like muddy. I may not bang it in the car, but like if that shit come off, yeah, I'm I ain't a, gonna turn. I'm gonna yeah. swing. I'm gonna sway back and forth to it. <laughs> I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn it down though, a little bit. How can you not vibe to there's some hoes? Like if you're nah, from Detroit, for sure. Yeah. When you're from Detroit and you hear there's some hoes in this, like by the but you, do, but you, 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 you there How many niggas you know roll? You ain't never rolled to you no been, house you've music. Been, you've been hearing Why not? That you can ride to house like, music. Nigga, I got a whole house music uh playlist on my I shit can, right I now. I can ride to house music. Like I can play it if I'm cleaning up or at a party. You be on the you know like well twelve o'clock noon on the radio. They used to start mixing that yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, I want that. shit. I'm writing a song though. Uh, yeah. It's called gtd (laughs) what does gtd stand for (laughs) i got got, got what does gtd stand for (laughs) got the draws so that's crazy though i mean you could to to be honest you could probably come out with a song like that and it'd be a banger you know how uh suede the remix got Mm -hmm. he can just take that the the martin 
And Tommy Man, got the draw. Some of his shit be brilliant. Though. That shit be brilliant. Yeah. Maybe I should do the. We gonna we gonna we gonna work. Some of that should be brilliant, man. But yeah, yeah. GTD. We gonna we gonna work on that, dog. GTD. But that song definitely is vulgar, though. But they got they they spitting in it. They definitely make you close your eyes and think of some WAP. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of WAP. WAP WAP. Uh, What's the difference? I mean, it don't fucking matter. Uh, so I went on Google this morning. Um, and you got your phone right mm, now. Uh-huh. Go open your phone. Go to just go to search. And type in cha cha slide. Mm-hmm. All right. Is and let me know you've been. All right, got it. Is there a microphone on the on the right hand side? Yeah. Touch the microphone. All right, now it's an arrow pointing. Did you hear it? Oh, you gotta turn your off. Oh, hold on. <laughs> let me do it over. Turn it right now. Oh damn. <laughs> let me see. Oh damn. <laughs> So on Google or whatever you, if you type in Cha Cha Slide, it's the 20 year anniversary of Cha Cha Slide. So on Google's main page, there it got a little directions, and if you touch it, it say to the right, and then it, your whole screen moves to the. It's it's funny. Now sometimes I wonder, I, I ask myself, how did you discover this? Like I saw that shit on Instagram. Yeah, you and were. I was like, I don't follow. Like get the fuck out of here. I don't believe this shit. It was like they said, go to Google or whatever. This they said, church search Cha Cha Slide from your phone. And then you're welcome. I'm like, what? All right, I got a secret, dog. I've never did the cha-cha slide in my life, dog. Never? Not one I've time. never done it, and, and I can't believe that song is 20 years old. Yeah, 20 years old. I remember when I used to play it on the radio, like, that shit used to be on the top eight at eight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I can do I can do the regular steps, you know, to the right, to the left, but when they say get funky with it, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do that part. The Cupid Shuffle? So... Uh so no, I've never done Cupid Shuffle. I just did the ballroom. That's it. Regular. That's ballroom. difficult. Yeah, regular More ballroom. so than the damn Cupid Shuffle. Yeah, I just like the ballroom. Regular. Give me the regular ballroom, and that's I, it. I can't ballroom. No. No. Man, I was. I, I remember when you learned though. I, <laughs> I remember when you learned. I used to kill it with the ballroom. Oh man, what you about to say, I Danny? Like dance is, I feel like dance was like the hustle, the cha-cha slide. That's the lonely bitches dance at the club. That's. They song when when you hear the wobble and shit like that come on, mm-hmm. that's where all the fat lonely bitches get up and, and no, dance No, no, but see, but when you know how to do that ballroom and hustles, when you be out there with them, that's a different, yeah. that's a different, you, that's a you, different vibe. It, you don't feel now, it. I'm jealous. Like, now, I'm now, jealous now. that I don't know how to do that yeah. shit. It, now, that's what made me learn between doing the ballroom and the fucking wobble. Nigga, that now, wobble. Ballroom, I can't do the wobble. Go ahead. Nigga, that wobble though. Like, first off, that shit is forever. It's a forever vibe. Yeah, but I can't get Like, that. will all black folks get together and start doing it? Like, it's the, it's it, it's some shit, dog. I think the ballroom is more legendary than the wobble, though. It is. Cause I we, thought the wobble was some Detroit shit. I didn't know that shit was, like, yeah. countrywide, worldwide. I'm watching um, fucking Insecure, and they was at a party, and the wobble came on, and it blew my mind. Yeah. That's why I learned how. That's why what made me want a ballroom. I remember being at a party, and it was, like, 15 girls out there, and one dude was in the middle of them. I'm I like, think I was there with so you. Cool. I was like, and then I remember when you learned, I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh-oh. It was like, oh, here go my song. I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen this nigga used to go try to, oh, no, no, I ain't got it yet. I, I ain't got it yet. As soon as you miss one step, you got to leave. As soon as yeah. you miss that. <laughs> you just walk off. But then you got to you learn how to freak it out now. Now that I'm older, got it down packed. Damn, you got to come out and get your ballroom on, man. I'm oh, no, I want to learn how to ballroom. I feel like I need to add that to my repertoire. Dang, 10 minutes. Me too, I, I, want, I 
want to learn how to do it. Ten minutes at the crib when, on the hard road floor, I got it. And that, shit, and that shit smooth, and they in step, and they yeah. breath, dressed to the nines. Like, dog, that shit looks immaculate. Especially so, when you do that I'm one step forward, you got to pause that foot. You know, and then throw them hands back like you like you walking into the. It, come right, on, come the, on over there, who, young ladies. Uh, who the uh, ballroom dance teachers? You got to get me and Dame together, dog. Cause we from Detroit, we can't not we can't be from Detroit and can't ballroom. Yeah, it's like against the law yeah. or some shit. Man, I can't dance, but I can ballroom. That's, That's all crazy. you need. Yeah, that like people be like, you don't dance. I, I just slide not. out there with the cupid shuffle, so it look like, oh, hey, don't do it. Yeah, but I don't dance it. at all. <laughs> I stopped dancing when I, I remember when I was like eighth grade. That's when house music was was banging. We house parties. And, yeah, and I went to this party. No, I need, I need, at, uh, I need Justin Case to come on, and I need to be able to get out there and ballroom. Just in case, that's now y'all know y'all y'all know this this new to me at hustle is like the shit that everybody doing now. I gotta look that one up. Then him, her, and Grant Hill did it like on on her birthday or some shit the other day, and like it's the, yeah. that's the the thing. Now. I stopped dancing when this girl knocked me down. She was backing it up to the house music. And I was <laughs> holding on to one of my homeboys. Trying to, yeah, and then you know I, I had my hand. I like bro, she backed it up and I fell. And I was like, you know what, this ain't for me, for real. I won't say her name, but she used to dance. Man, she used to dance back in eighth grade. She was advanced. Yeah, no, that's 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 wild. Uh, Dame, I heard. Go ahead. What I heard you say, uh, you was keeping up with sports and your your namesake out here balling, man. Look, man. As, as much as I believe that LeBron James and the Lakers look like a championship team, I don't want to see them face the Blazers in the first round because my nigga Dane Lillard is playing out of his fucking mind. Him and Devin Booker have been the MVPs of the fucking bubble, but this nigga Dane Lillard is playing out his fucking shit. Yeah, he and is. this nigga is dangerous as hell. Nigga dropped the Blazers. 51. He dropped 61. 61. Yeah. He dropped 51. Then sixty one mm-hmm. and then forty two. Yeah, nigga averaging he, fifty is, points a game for the last three games. And I'm tired of not seeing him. Past, he's taking one step past the logo and launching it, and it is it's panties on the deck. I'm tired of not seeing Dang him in the MVP. Dangerous right conversation. Now. He only he 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 came in like fourth in voting a few years ago. But like I never thought I was gonna see a nigga shoot like that this side of Stephen Clay. Like he really be shooting yeah. from like the logo. Yeah. Like that's not even like a joke. He really be shooting from the logo. And he be shooting from the Hell, logo. A lot that, of these niggas throwing young boy, it. Devin Booker. Yeah, I like him. Didn't Devin put up like sixty or seventy a game or I some d- shit? I just need to see. I need to see. Devin uh, Booker had a sixty point game. Some more from him though. The Suns. Went, the Suns went eight and zero in the bubble and still didn't make the playoffs. But the mm-hmm. Suns gonna be. Eight. There's three teams right now that that are really fun to watch and that are dangerous. Oh, Devin. That's the fucking Portland. Portland, Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, Portland Trailblazers. Mello is playing like the Mello of old. Mm-hmm. Portland Trailblazers. The fucking. Uh, what's the young dog that got on Portland that's been balling? Trevor or what's his name? Uh, I'm not sure. Young dog been balling, dog. He been hitting big shots too. But the Portland Trailblazers, the Denver Nuggets, are have a good young team. And they're going to be dangerous in a year or two. They're going to be a title contender in Denver. With the Joker, Bowl Bowl, and Michael Porter Jr., they are going to be dangerous. And then the last team that I think is on the brink of something big is fucking the Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah. Devin, Devin Booker, Booker, he dropped 70 in 2017. Mm-hmm. 70. 
That's fucking crazy, dog. And when you look at when you look at some of these players, the Devin Booker's, the Dame Lillard's, Bol Bol, Jokic, they are they are young. They're babies. They're babies. And another nigga that's that he gets his shine, but he is a future MVP, Luca. Oh, Luca, Luca, Luca is nasty. a fucking problem. He a, he, he he a, is, that boy's so smooth, he's, man. He's not fast. He's not strong. He's mm. not agile. He don't make it look sexy. But, but he's he smooth. Buckets, he get rebounds, and he get assists, and they win games. That boy is special. Yeah, he is. He's a special player. Um, I'm I'm looking at a picture somebody just sent me a one, two, three, four, five different women in posing in Vegas and all of them got on face shields. Like it, it can't be this serious, dog. Mm-hmm. Like y'all posing for the selfie, all five of y'all in face stay home, man. Yeah. Stay home. Y'all look like firemen out here with y'all firemen helmets on. Like stay home, dog. It's not that serious, dog. And I don't think them face I I, I don't I don't get it, but <laughs> I just don't get stay it. Stay home, man. Uh yeah, man. NBA is, is pretty interested right now. Um I'm digging the bubble. Um Damian Lillard is balling out of the control and and um Skip Bayless is the biggest hater I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Um he get up here and he hate on Dame every fucking day. Mm-hmm. And every time he says some negative shit, he when he says some negative shit, Dame he drops sixty one. Yeah. He says some more negative shit on the sixty one point game. I mean And you know who he was talking to on when the fifty one Fucking respect yeah. my name. When he dropped 51, after he was t- talking shit, he made some more comments. Dropped 61, made some more comments, and dropped another 42 last night. That that boy is a fucking hater. I've yeah. never heard anybody hate this much, dog. Like, I, 100%. He was like, yes, for the first 47 and a half minutes, he was great. But in the last one minute and 30, like, yeah. what? Like, we've never seen this shit before, dog. Fuck out of here, dog. Yeah, I like this bubble. You know what I was thinking about? Off to off to yeah, another sport yeah, for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> no. What y'all think about this Tyson Roy Jones fight coming up? Can't wait. They Can't. pushed it back. They pushed it back? To November twenty eighth. Oh damn, okay. They pushed it back to November twenty eighth. Which is better because that's that's Thanksgiving weekend, by yeah, the way. Yeah. My you, t- set, you setting your expectations way too high, man. What you mean? You setting your this is not gonna be a good fight. It's not going to be good at all. You think it's going to be a like a toy fight? Like you don't think? It's, if the if the fight like, if the fight lasts three minutes, I'm still good. I'm I'm still want to see it. I'm still excited. Now is this a real fight or is it headgear and all? Because them ain't them, no headgear. Okay, because they got fourteen ounce gloves. Okay. instead of twelve ounce gloves. No, I'm sorry, they got twelve ounce gloves um, instead of ten ounce gloves. That's the only thing. Yeah, but shit, the way Tyson looked, that ain't it's even gonna be two old men slap boxing, dog. It's not gonna. I, be I wouldn't, fight. damn, I wouldn't call Tyson old yet, man. Well, see, the, what niggas don't understand about Tyson is Tyson been going through HGH uh, therapy and shit. Like, so Tyson is on steroids essentially, mm-hmm. not steroids, but like his body is younger because of all the mm-hmm. the stuff they put in it, and because it's a, a, a exhibition, it's not going through no Nevada State Athletic Commission or whatever. So. So Tyson you don't see said, much about Roy. You don't see what he's doing, though. Well, Roy been training. Yeah. Like, I've seen the videos, but Roy's going to get knocked the fuck out. Like, yeah. it, I'm I, I'm sorry. I love Roy Jones. I don't think he should fight there's him. No, there's no knockouts allowed in a fight. D- dog, I don't give a fuck what that Instagram post you sent said. You can't tell that nigga not to swing their fucking arms. It's going. Someone's getting knocked the fuck out. I guarantee. Yeah, you. how can you? I don't understand. How can you <laughs> not knock <laughs> nigga out? Like, what they going to do? Like, it's, that's not a thing, Dave. It's not going to be a thing, dog. Look, man, I... I I 
feel you and I want to get excited about it, but this shit gonna be this shit gonna be a certified slap fest. There's gonna be two niggas slap boxing across Coney Island is what it's gonna be. This will be it's our last be time watching Mike Tyson. No, Mike Tyson probably keep doing it for charity. Who gonna fight him? Who gonna who else? I mean, who else out there to fight Mike? Holyfield. Holyfield. He been training. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if they want to do that. Again. He literally been training though. I don't know if they want. Holyfield still got to be mad. We, we 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 literally turning Mike into a side show. Mike doing we this shit because he want to. Mike looks better and like he like he in better shape than he was his last fight. Yeah, he definitely mentally better. So I don't know. We gonna see. I'm ordering it. This shit is entertainment. They gonna get my ninety nine dollars. All this shit is entertainment. I'm not about to be like, yo, at fifty three, Mike Tyson should go fight Anthony Joshua, no shit like that. Like, nigga, it's entertainment. And I would, I one hundred percent, if it was two fifty three year old niggas standing right there on Greenfield fighting, I'm taking my ass outside and I'm watching the fight. Yeah. Period. I like violence. I'm watching it. (laughs) You you would probably get a better fight from two fifty three year old men on Greenfield than we gonna get. For Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. Dame, you gonna you, Dame, Dame, I'm gonna order, I'm gonna order a fight, Dame, and you invite it. You gonna I absolutely believe this is going to be Rocky versus Thunderlips. It's going to this is it's going nigga, to that be was a that was a spe- fucking nigga. Let me sign me up for Rocky versus Thunderlips, nigga. What yeah, you talking about? You wanna come watch it, Dame? You wanna this come watch is, the fight? It's gonna be some fluff, dog. I'm telling you, this fight is gonna be some powder puff bullshit. I don't know, man. No, Mike Tyson don't know no powder puff shit. They keep asking him, and they can't officially say that shit on the record. They keep he they'll keep avoiding. He was like Roy Jones, like yo, it's exhibition, but like, let's be real, Mike only know one thing, so that's it. And then Mike said, "I'm here to destroy." <laughs> yeah. So I don't think you can turn they Mike down him, as far as punches. Like Mike don't hit him too hard. They asked Roy, like, what kind of relationship that you got with like Mike? He was like, "We don't have one." He was like, "Y'all ain't never like." I never been friends before. He's like, no, we hung out one time in Japan for like um, some some event a long long time ago. He was like, but ain't nobody else speak English, so we we talk. But like they don't they not like beefed out or no shit. But they never the they just it was never friends. We just not friends. Let's rewind. Yeah. Could the young Roy beat a young Mike? No way. Young Roy beat young Mike? Well, impossible because young Roy was 154. Well, yeah. So I mean, they old now and bigger. Now could have in 2003. Right after Roy Jones went all the way up and won the heavyweight championship of the world, right after Mike Tyson had retired and lost his last fight, that's when he they was the quote unquote fight was going to happen. Mm-hmm. He asked um, Mike about the fight, rushed out to his people. His people's like Mike's finished; he's not fighting no more. And then he went back down on light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. That was what thirteen years ago, 12, 13 years ago. He ain't fought since. I'm gonna take this fight seriously. Yeah. Sorry, Dame. You you're invited, but I'm taking this one seriously. I might I might I might order that hit, shit. I have it up in, in here in the studio and shit. I got I got to watch this. I, I need to see Mike again, man. I remember being a I kid. Mean, I mean, I I would watch it. I would watch it, but I don't think it's gonna be worth the fuck. So Mike goes out there, does his thing, and knocks Roy Jones out. That's not that's not exciting. He's not gonna knock him out. It's not. That's not what's gonna happen. That's not. I I, I hear what you're selling me. I'm no, 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 no. I'm not buying Roy got a chin at 53 years old. I mean, 51 years old that he chin didn't or, have chin or 10 body. years ago. He like, gonna, why, why you he think He going to knock him out with body shots, though. He ain't going to knock him out. I'm telling you, he going to make Roy kneel. So I don't, want, I don't want people to get me confused, right? Roy Jones is a much better boxer than Mike Tyson. Like, on, on, like on some paper or some technical yeah, shit, box Mike, he though. should be able to go in there, get him out of here, boom, boom, boom. 
But let's be real. Roy Jones don't got his legs no more. And like he, he just don't have his legs no more. You really can't box Mike, though. I've been watching his training, and it's like he's he he an animal. He's going to stick. I'm talking about Roy. Yeah, he's going to He's going to stick around too long, and that chin is going to get put in but his But Mike throat. is about to attack him. Like, when that bell ring, Mike don't sit there and dance in the middle. He go at you. So I don't think, I don't see Roy being able to. to Roy said he's going to try to put on the, get on the bike for the first three rounds, mm-hmm. and then Can't rounds uh, four through eight. Try to hit him with the bees. That's what he keeps saying. Mm-hmm. Little bee stings. And um, now his trainer talking about don't under telling Tyson don't underestimate Roy's uh his power. Mm-hmm. It's like fam, this is a fifty one year old Roy though. Yeah. Like at his prime. I'm mad they pushed it back. Roy's though. a freak animal. I was looking forward to that. Well, Mike Tyson said he pushed it back because he, he can get more money. Mm-hmm. He gonna get money though. Like why not? He gonna get money because a lot of people are gonna watch it just because of the name. Like that's the only reason we watch it. Yeah, Mike Tyson. I mean, it's people who've never seen Mike fight that's about to get the opportunity to see it. So I mean, in the weekend of Thanksgiving, everybody gonna be home. Yeah, I mean Corona, but everybody gonna be home. Why? Why not? That's a great weekend. Thanksgiving canceled this year for me. Well, not canceled, but you know we we twenty one years straight. Oh, at the at the gym. The school. So this is gonna be the first year that we all gonna have to do our own things at the house. You know, so this Rona shit got to go. Oh uh, yeah, y'all do be at the gym thing. Yeah, yeah. This, this would have been, I think, the twenty second year, twenty second year doing the school. So a lot of changes then came, man. Man, what y'all missing out on? Uh, like, did, we didn't think Corona was gonna last this long, did we? Nah. No, we, no. We, I didn't think it was going to get this serious. I, I knew it was something out there, but I didn't think it was going to get this serious. I thought it was going to be like the Ebola, you know, came here, they had two cases, and boom, you don't hear about it no more. Damn, well, how you feeling in the in the hospital? I know that got to be kind of... Uh... It's nerve-wracking, man. Uh, you know, as soon as I got here, I wasn't in the hospital a half hour before they test me for corona. Yeah. You know, they're taking, it, they're taking it real seriously anytime. A doctor comes to see me, they masked up a face shield, same with the nurses and patient care techs. Anytime they move me around in the hospital, I have to uh, have a mask on. You know, I can keep it off in my room, but if they take me for any type of testing, you know, I got to have a mask on. You hear people coughing and hacking. uh, And I was told, you know, they do have a lot of precautions in place because like I had to get a procedure to get the port in my chest for dialysis about three days ago. And I asked them, you know, how do they deal with Corona? And they said, you know, when they have people with Corona, they take them through a completely separate entrance. You know, they are uh, scrubbing down and putting on, you know, different garments of clothing. So like people are taking it extremely serious, but it's, 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 uh, it's still out here and yeah. it's still still crazy out in these streets and you know, uh we we gotta be you you gotta be careful because people are still coming in this hospital and dying. Yeah. Um, my first day here, I stayed in emergency for two days before they found me a room. And I'm gonna tell y'all something, man. I I seen and heard death all around me for two days. People come through in the emergency, not just for corona before I saw some fucked up shit in the two days I was here. I can literally hear people dying. I can hear their families crying, you know, in the walls next door. So this, you know, whether it's Corona or anything else, this death 
death is real out here. Yeah. You know, it was funny. It was not funny, actually. But a lot of people are still not taking it serious, man. You see a lot of people out, you know, at parties and house parties and all this shit, and they just not taking it serious. You know, either A, they haven't had anybody around them personally affected. I've had a few people that I've known mm-hmm. die and, you know, be affected by it. You know, so I can call somebody right now and ask them what their experience was like, and then you can call somebody else and, you know, to take. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's very serious. It's very then serious. What they, made, they, did you, they did like a blood test or they did the, uh, the Q-tip shit up the nose? I don't think they could do it. They can't do it um, with blood. I know somebody who just they tested. They do an antibody test with the yeah. blood to see if you had the antibodies yeah. so to see if you ever but had it. I think it. to have the actual coronavirus, I think they got to do the nose. Dang, they put the uh, the Q-tip shit up your nose? Yeah. Yeah, they, they did all that. How that shit, how that, how that feel? <laughs> This shit feels terrible. It feels like they're scrambling the inside of your brain. Yeah, I'm straight up. <laughs> it, it definitely feels like they're scrambling the inside of your brain. But, you know, they mm. they they got to do it, and they got to keep people safe. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it just is what it is, but it feels like the inside, it feels like your brains are being scrambled to fuck around. Yeah, man, can't do it. Mm-mm. I don't want to have to, man. You know, like, my, my daughter had to have it. Yeah. Yeah. When she had How's her, she doing? She's doing yeah. real good. Yeah, she's doing real good. She had to have her surgery on her shunt, and she had the test. And man, to this day, she'd be like, "Daddy, why you let them do that to me?" <laughs> uh, like, like they had to do it, babe. But you know, she go, you gonna wake up one day. She gonna have the Q-tips in your her head and shit. Yeah, they they, they, they like, asked me too when when they gave her the test. They asked me like, "Mr. Kimber, you want one?" And I was like, "No." She was like, "Daddy, do it first. No, nah, I was like, "You know, we just make sure her boss because if she don't got it, then I ain't got it. So we good, you know." Oh, shit. What did you like, Dad, do it first? Oh, man. I act like I did it, but I didn't go. <laughs> I act like I did it. But no, I didn't go up in there like that. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I don't want to have to do that, man. Yeah, no. But then it's it's really, it's like now we in this tricky situation because Corona going to be here. It's just not going to disappear, you know. So now do we take vaccine? Do we, what they develop? Yeah, I'm not taking so it's crazy. Shit. It's like, what do you, do you live your life with a mask now? It be out in October. No, for sure. It'll definitely be out before the election, for sure. But, you know, do you do you take it? Do you I'm do you live your life shit. with a mask? Because life has changed, man. Like, certain things, I movie think we theater. should probably wear masks all the time, no matter what. Yeah. Before this shit, we they probably should have been wearing I think wearing masks is going to be the new way of life. It's like when you used to go to the airport. You know, man, there was a point in time where you didn't, your family could walk and meet you at the gate. Yeah. You could park and meet your family at the gate. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. could walk somebody all the way to the gate in the airport. You didn't have to take off your shoes and shit. But after 9-11, all that changed. This is going to be our new way of life. Well, We're going to have to wear masks. It's going to be a new way of life for us. Inside of restaurants. Like, this is this is just how things are going to be, you know, moving forward. But, you know, in an Asian company, I mean, Asian countries and China and all that, they wear masks anyway for years. Clearly, so, it didn't work at the spread so, of this uh, China virus. I don't believe that China virus shit. Nigga, it came from China. I don't believe that, man. I don't believe it came from Wuhan and all that. This is something. Man, that shit, it spread it so fast. Like, man, it spread came, it so fast. That this, shit came from the Wuhan factory. It ain't come factory. from no bats. That shit came from Wuhan at the no. same goddamn factory that, um, what's that nigga name? Who who the head? Fauci was putting all this. He put $15 million, I mean, $2 million in. This was planned to sell a vaccine. This is this this ain't no, you know, new virus that just came from no they bats. They said it was new. Like that. This is manufactured. Manufactured. In a lab by, in China. I don't know. 
in a lab in Wuhan. You never There's know. three of them bitches. That's where the fuck this shit came from. Yeah. So it is what it is. The fucking mask didn't work over there, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Uh, but hey, it is what it is, dog. I hate how they publicize the mask, though. Like, now you see everybody with the fashion mask and hey, man. Gucci mask. and Look good. Hey, yeah. Just wear the damn mask. They got different color condoms. How has this uh, <laughs> affected, uh, if you guys don't mind me asking? <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> <All> right, don't <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> so, Dame, <laughs> has this affected your sex life? <laughs> what? Has the, the, the coronavirus affected your sex life and your, your being, you know, around women and, you know? You know what, man? I, I'll be honest. I, my dating life has really tapered off. There's only really one person that's kind of got my my time and attention these days. So, um, you know, the the, the landlord's going to settle down. That's what's up. Uh, <laughs> but you know, that's I, I can't entertain a whole bunch of women with with this shit going on because you know I got serious health issues and Corona will fuck around and kill Corona will kill me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just plain and simple. And as much as I love, you know, living life and doing what I do, I want, you know, I came close to death. I know what that feels like. I want to be, I want to stay on this side of life. I so, no, nah, man, I'm I'm dealing with the main one thing that I got, and you know, <laughs> it, life will be be good there. But nah, I'm not. You know, my my dating life is is, is come damn near to a screeching halt. I mean, you can't be trusting these. Uh, first off, I don't trust these young ladies uh, in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you definitely can't trust them. Not that I, not that I don't trust them, but a grown person is going to do grown shit. Thanks. And I can't put nothing past a, a grown woman. Yeah. You know, she got wants and needs, and, you know, the, the pussy is never yours. It's just your turn. If she ain't one. Uh, oh, say that again, Dane. It's never yours. It's your turn. It is a month to month leash. And she can break that lease at any point in time, and or she could, you know, be subleasing, and you don't know about that either. <laughs> so I, I, I don't, I, I don't put nothing. I don't put nothing past no grown person. Yeah. yeah, I don't put nothing past no grown person. It's my responsibility to protect Damon. Right. It's your responsibility to protect you, and I'm gonna do what I got to do to keep me safe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If she ain't wearing no condom, she ain't just, wearing no mask either. Yeah. I just assume, I'll be honest, man. I just assume uh, everybody that I've ever dated is fucking somebody else. It just keeps me, it just keeps me in the right frame of mind. It no, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't assume that because if I, yeah, if I think you fucking somebody else, then I can't, we can't, we can't rock. I, I gotta assume that I'm dicking you down so good that you ain't gonna want fucking somebody else. That's how I, I think. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just assume it's a roster of us. Yeah, yeah. And I don't today, think my ego allowed me to my do day. that. Today is my day on the roster. I don't think my ego allowed me to do that. Yeah, I feel like I'm the prize. If you, oh, you can't say that out loud. I mean, you know, yeah, if, if a woman heard you think said nigga is the prize, man, I, hey, I don't give fuck <laughs> what they think. I'm tell you, like, I'm the type of guy where you, hey, you want to leave me, then that's just your fault. That's your bad. You know, I'm a prize. I'm a good catch. I'm a good man. So. Boom. Uh, dang, man, I don't know if you got a chance to hear any uh, uh, new music releases or, or find out what's going uh, on. Absolutely. Absolutely. My music pick of the week is Nas Ultra Black. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to music. <laughs> Look, so this morning, because I don't, you know, sleeping in the hospital is crazy. 
you know, because, you know, they come fuck with you all night. They're taking vitals and shit. I downloaded Boldy, Dave East, and Andy Nas already today. I've listened, I've digested and listened to them both. First of all, Dave East and Benny the Butcher got a, a, a monster called Stone Killer. But my music pick of the week is Nas Ultra Black. I am excited about this Nas and Hip Boy album. Nas has been notorious for picking terrible beats. But that's the only song that's, 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 that's a false narrative, by the way. Look, in my opinion, for Nas to be such a great MC, I think he should have better beats. But I think him and this Hit Boy album is what what we hoped that him and that Kanye West album would have been. I think this is going to be incredible. I cannot wait to, to I just, hear it. King I just hope they did The album cover looks great. Ultra Black is my shit. I just hope they didn't put the best song out. I want to hear the rest of it. I can't wait either. But that song definitely is dope. Obviously, it's the only song we can listen to right now. But I want to hear the album too. Damn. But don't say that about Nas Beats no more, Dane. Nas has some incredible beats. Man, niggas just be talking though. Incredible that's, Like lyrics. once that like, shit got out, not 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 Dame just be talking, but like once that got out, once that was the phrase, that's what everybody say. Yeah, not out of all some. the motherfucking niggas highly regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time, one of the greatest albums of all the time, all the other shit, all these great great damn songs that everybody like. Niggas like, yo, but the beats is right. Nigga, why the fuck you like all these goddamn songs if the beats is so yeah. bad? Like, it don't even make sense. You put me on. I still bang the Lost I, I Tape just, like it just came out. Like, not, I, I am, man. And I just feel like with the quality of, of producers out there, you know, Nas, Nas should have gotten gotten some better production. We can always say what if when we hear beats, but I just feel like Nas should have been, you know, uh, privy to to better than what we've what we've heard from him. Yeah, we shouldn't have heard him on Premiere. We shouldn't have heard him on Alchemist. We shouldn't have heard him with um fucking Dr. Dre. We shouldn't have heard him with like that shit it the argument don't it don't hold up. Niggas who who say that is giant Jay Z fans. That's usually how it happens. Giant Jay Z fans. But I mean in really life in real that. life that's really what happens. Like because you can't have Nas ever be better than Jay. So niggas will make that's oh, but but Nas be like it's just whatever. We I'm never gonna agree. Uh, but uh, I, um, but when you say those names that he's worked with, the Jay Z, I mean the Alchemist, the Dr. Dre's, the Premieres, they they laced him with some of his best production. Nas is like Phone Tap, uh, shit, the whole fucking uh, Illmatic album. Like those were incredibly orchestrated i just always feel like was was not was as great as he is we, we could have gotten more from him was i am i am was i am was full of uh, a horrible beats i am in the, in the beginning to me all right man i'm not i'm not gonna shit on i am it's a good album okay i'm not gonna shit on it okay uh, uh i'm not gonna give a hot the only Nas album that i really don't fucking rock with is nostradamus i think that album is a piece of trash 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit came out in 1999. Niggas dropping yeah. one album that niggas didn't like 20 fucking years ago, and that's what niggas go to. Like, yeah, but, but other <laughs> other than that, I, you know, if Nas is putting out a project, I, I want to hear it. I want it. I want it. I want new Nas, and I'm very excited for this Nas and Hip Boy collaboration. I think we are going to get any, I think we're going to get like a, a game-changing Nas album. August 23rd. I think this shit going to be the same Nas content that we always get, but when the narrative is that the beats are good, whether they're the same or not, 
because this beat that was uh that Hit Boy did, this sound like some regular Nas beat. Yeah, it, does. it didn't sound like oh my god, this was. It sound like a regular Nas beat, like that's the type of shit he rap over. But when the narrative change, when it's okay for people to say we like these beats, Eric, I'm like, yo, this is the greatest shit ever. Like, nigga, this is what we've been listening to the it, whole time. It's crazy. Well, it's crazy that well, I never what, really what listened I to enjoy, Nas beats. Though I always was with the lyrics. Being, this is this is me liking rap music and rapping myself. I like when when one artist and one producer lock in and create a sound. Snoop and Dre, Nas and Premier. You know, uh, you know when when you find a what what uh, Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist do, you know Boldie James and Alchemist. When you find one producer, you lock in, you make a cohesive sound, a cohesive sounding project. I think it speaks volumes, and that's what I think we're gonna get from Nas. Not a a bunch of you know random beats here and there. I think we're going to get a good cohesive project because he locked in with Hip Boy. And I just, uh, you know, when Kanye West, when when good music was really popping, and Kanye was, you know, locked in his artists, like it's it's a difference. The music sounds different. The sound, the the detail, the work. Snoop and Dre go together like pants and pockets. Nigga, Snoop and Dre had like, one album, twenty five years ago. Like them- they had the Chronic. They had Doggy Style. They had the Chronic. But anytime they get together on a beat. On a song, it sounds amazing. Let me ask you a question. You listened to Life is Good? That was in 2012. Yeah. That didn't yeah. sound like a cohesive project? That sound I thought like- Life is Good. Yes, I thought Life is Good was a good album. Because like, it didn't sound like a bunch of random beats thrown together to me. Life is Good had a, a consistent theme to it. And I thought that was a good album. Anyway, man, let me get to my uh, get, let me get to my whose man's is this uh, Muddy, you actually sent this to the group earlier this week, actually, dog. Uh, and this shit is fucking wild. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Think, see, I got a different group text. I ain't in. You invited Dame. <laughs> <laughs> actually, we gonna. No, I'm just fucking. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Who's who's whose man's is this? of the Sons of Confederate Regardless how the next person feels. I'm not gonna take my flag down. If I got things to do with it, ain't no money. Y'all still there? Yeah, we playing it through the thing. You can't hear it. Oh, okay. My whole family's white. Went to all white schools. <laughs> grew up in all white neighborhood. My grandfather was white, and he was the main one that fought in this war here. And he's taught me everything I know. He explains how he'd feel if the statues and relocated. They may make my blood boil if they just come up here and feel like they can just tear it down. I don't see me still living if they do that. <laughs> that monument ain't hurting nobody. That monument ain't killing my soul. It ain't talking bad to nobody. It ain't it ain't, it ain't even racist. But Dunstan says she's confident her group uh, this was like Dave Chappelle uh, black, black white supremacist skit. Now, uh, Dame, I'm about to send this to you. Uh, I'm about to go ahead and send this to you on Instagram right quick so you can watch. I thought the, it was a. I thought it was a joke though. Like I didn't think it was. No, funny. no, I, I know. I, I know what you. I, I know what y'all talking about. My man, that was uh at the polling place. Yeah, yeah. he was like yeah. I, I that. <laughs> he kind of listened at the very end. I kind of felt it. You like that? That statue ain't heard a thing. It ain't, heard <laughs> it, a thing. It, it ain't said nothing bad about nobody. Just sitting there. <laughs> he said, "I just don't see how I'm gonna live." Nah, man, he, that no, that was that was the threat though. 
Oh yeah. He was there. Like I can't see me like, living. I'm a, I'm a AKA kill. over my dead body. Yeah. Uh, I don't think y'all want to fuck with it. <laughs> and I want man. He, he no really. Who's man? Crazy. Like we know whose man's it is because he don't, he was raised by he was adopted by a white family. He said his grandfather white. Everybody white. And they taught him the history of the Confederacy. Confederacy. Yo, he needs some friends. He a, he a real life. What was his name? Tyrone Bigsby. Uh, Clayton Bigsby. Clayton, Clayton, Bigsby. Clayton Bigsby. He a real he life. A real life Clayton Bigsby. Man. I was waiting for this to be a spoof. Like, oh, this nigga is serious. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> it was for real. Yo, man, great. I don't know whose man's is this. Somebody, we need to get, we need to go say this, brother. Dog, like man, he need to like get out. Late. We I gotta say this nigga. He's he he too far gone. He probably he never, he probably never traveled outside of the county that he lives in. I'm sure. <laughs> it was so funny. All the white folks that was around him, they had a uh, mask yeah. all the way pulled up to their eyes and mm-hmm. their hats low. Like, yo, this nigga looked like like it was one of the terrorist videos and everybody was around him in a circle. Like, fam, you don't I don't think you know what you into. Yeah, that was terrible. Damn, we gotta get you in the group, man. Matter of fact, yeah, and and, and that brother ain't never left the county that he's been born in. He definitely he's been he in definitely has county his whole life. That's all he know. That's all he know. Yeah, man. It's it's, it's crazy because, you know, twenty years ago we thought Dave Chappelle was just being funny, but like, nah, he he was being introspective. This nigga's out there like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uncle Ruckus is a real person. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. We got the benediction, my brother. Uh, uh we'll have Mike. Mike, go first, man. Say your say your shout outs and all your all your shit. Oh man, let me see. I didn't even prepare for this part. Well, shout out first of all, shout out to Dame. Dame, I, I just want you to uh stay strong. We I'm praying for you, my family praying for you. I've already called my my prayer warriors, you know, and my dad and my mom and everybody's praying for you. Um, so you just get good, get strong so we can get out of here. And uh, I look forward to doing a show with you next week. Um, you know, shout out to life, man. Shout out to, uh, you know, just being able to love who you love and, and uh, you know, wake up, man. I look at my daughter every day and, and, I, and I smile and it makes me want to do better as a person, as a man, as a father. Uh we live in a, a wicked, wicked world, um, but thank God that he's camped his angels around those who we care about. Well, he care about all of us, but those who trust him and he keeping us safe because uh, it's ugly. You know, um, shout out to Jay Johnson for inviting me. You know, I can never be Dame, but obviously I'm here for today. Hopefully I get to get back in the studio. And then, uh, man, just shout out to uh, all the hardworking people out there with the WAP. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Day. Uh, look, man, I I, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart for every call, text, tweet, thought, prayer, Instagram like, uh, thought, I love and appreciate all of y'all. I I wish I could name everybody's name, but then I know I would I would miss somebody, and I don't want to hurt feelings or you know bruise egos at all. I appreciate everything that everyone has done for me. Uh, again, if you can hear my voice, I love you, and I and I mean that from a sincere place. Mike, Jay, uh, I can't wait to see y'all faces, man. You know, I, I appreciate everything y'all good brothers have done for me. You know, the the podcast has opened me up to uh, a life that I never I never knew. You know, it's exposed me to people that I I would never meet normally, and I've touched people's lives that I normally wouldn't come in touch with. And to have that love and authenticity reciprocated is overwhelming and it's humbling. You know, I just want everybody to know that 
yeah, I'm going through it and I'm, you know, I'm taking my punches as they come right now. You know, I'm going to be in the hospital a few more days, but I'm going to be all right. And I appreciate every one of y'all. Continue to call, text, tweet, do whatever you got to do to get in touch with me. I got my phone. You know, I'm answering. I'm doing well. Uh, And, yeah, I just want to thank everybody. And if you can hear, you know, typically during the Benny, we we got the praise music playing. You know, for anybody that that knows me, you know, I, I grew up in a religious family. My my grandfather was a pastor, so I, I know the Lord, and I know he's with me, and he can do incredible things in your life. And he's this is just the beginning of my transition and the incredible things that I'm going to do, that this show is going to do, that I'm going to do with my partners. God is so good. God is so good. And I'm so grateful to be here just for another week. I love y'all. I love y'all. Shop Talk Podcast is the army. You know what I'm saying? The brand is stronger than it's ever been. And it's never going to fall. It's never going to fall. Oh, man. Man. About to get me teary out over here, man. Uh, It's been a tough week, man. Trying to to make sure you're okay, man. But we're glad you're here. We love Dane. Um, We, we, man, you'll be back. Next week, man, better than ever. Yeah, man. We got plans. We're going to get all this shit popping. Uh, I appreciate everybody for checking in um, and listening. Um, say a prayer for Dame. Say a prayer for his family. Um, and when you see the blue and the black, man, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Peace. Thanks.